This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod, the show where we take a little time to listen to the music uh, that a guest has brought on uh, that they uh, listened to in high school, and uh, we we break it down. We try to figure out uh, what's good about it, what maybe isn't so good about it anymore. Uh, how did it shape this person into who they are today? Asking the tough questions uh, and and uh, just you know trying to change the world. Um, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Put in your ear pods. It's music time. My high school iPod. You, you definitely planned that one out. Right? I you thought of that before. Here's the thing. <laughs> I've thought about it on the way here, and <laughs> and I hated it. But I was like maybe. Uh, when I do it into a microphone, I'll like it. Did you like it more? No. <laughs> it had nothing to do with school, which well, was interesting. Well, I thought of, interesting departure. I thought cool <laughs> rhymed with school, and I thought it I, it made sense enough. Uh, but yeah, I am your host, Jay Howell. Uh, Should we change the name of this podcast to School Runnings? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's confusing enough. <laughs> I'm your host, Jay Howell, still unsure about how to start uh, this podcast. Uh, I am joined, as always, by uh, my friend, my co-host, my producer, my right-hand man, Mohamed Joma. Thanks for having me. Hey, this is something that's always bothered me. What? So, my right-hand man. Yo. That's a term. Sure. Oh, but you're... But I'm left-handed. You're a lefty. Do I say my left-hand man, or do I... Cause I think you're somebody's left-hand man. You think so? Wait, so if so, I'm his right-hand man, he's my left-hand man? Are you right-handed? Yes. Then you're his right-hand man, and then you're his left-hand man. Yeah, because I can use my right hand, but, you know, I need you for my left hand. Oh. What if you're so everybody that said <laughs> my right-hand man has been left-handed? Be I don't know if that's true. I don't fucking know. But what if you're ambidextrous? Ooh, then my, my both hand man. <laughs> also, if it's a a female, do you say my right hand woman or left hand woman or person? I mean, I it's two thousand and nineteen. What's proper is to not use a gendered. Gotcha. Yeah. My right hand person. I'm just not gonna say it. I don't yeah, even really like yeah. it. Yeah. How often <laughs> are you saying that phrase that we have to discuss this? <laughs> All right. Can I tell you, I like our guest style, much like myself, coming in before the introduction. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's something I do every episode. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, we I've never don't... done a podcast before. So no, and we have, and we don't know what we're doing, so nope. it all works out. But um, you get sometimes, you I, I notice people feel very like they should be very professional and they'll stay quiet through all this bullshit rambling that we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, I guess good on you, but <laughs> we're just going to keep bullshitting. Yeah. It's, it's probably good that you did uh, step in. Cause I don't know how long that would have went. Um, but let's go ahead and introduce her. Our, uh, our guest today. I'm, I'm super excited to have her on. Uh, she's a good friend of mine, known her for many a year. Uh, her name is Ashley Hardage. That's me. Hey, hey. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm excited to be. I've never done a podcast before, so 
This uh, is excited I, for it to, to pop that cherry. You're doing great so far. <laughs> How do you feel about hearing your own voice? I kind of hate it. Yeah. But I'll get used weird. to it. It's fine. Uh, so, Ashley, uh, you um, have been, we've been kind of texting and, and you're already like so much more prepared uh, with, with what you want to uh, play and talk about uh, than any guest that we've had um, and more so than Muhammad and I combined. Uh, Very true. So, so this is, <laughs> it's kind always, of my nature. Late, I have to be late. overly prepared because I want to know what I'm doing. Right. Like in everything I'm doing in my life. <laughs> very cool. I get very scared when I know what I'm doing too, too much. I get, yeah. I guess there's a layer me. of that, but like, I need to like be able to plan it and foresee it. I don't have any neuroses at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I, I don't plan things, so when they don't really go great, I can be like, well, I didn't plan anything. <laughs> but if I did plan something, it's it probably fails. still not right. going to go great. And you're like, I, I wasted a lot so of time. So you're in the school of like low expectations. Exactly. And so then there's like, you know, no one can be upset. Right. Wait, but as a musician, you're constantly planning. You, you practice your, your shows. I mean, that's like the ultimate Yeah, but like and, as, and... A, as a drummer, and maybe better drummers are, are not like this, but like... <laughs> I like it's not like notes like it's yeah. not like like chords of like other instruments like I generally play a similar thing every time but a lot of times I'll do like a different part going into a chorus like it's never always the same thing huh. uh, so it's kind of fun to like surprise myself every once in a while and be like, oh, I did it that way this you time. Play, you play jazz, right? Yeah, freestyle jazz. <laughs> While the rest of your band plays. Yeah, like, they hate it. They get so mad. Do you go like full on, uh, what's that movie? Whiplash? You go full on Whiplash. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. You start bleeding out of your ear. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. So let's uh, let's let's get into some music. Ashley, uh, I guess uh, fill, the, fill the listeners in a little bit with uh, kind of your... your uh, your upbringing and your, you know, where, where it was, okay. where it was that you were spending your high school years and what sort of, what, what kind of angsty kid were you? All right. Well, uh, I was pretty angsty because we moved a lot, um, like from my childhood through high school. Um, I went to two, three different high schools, I guess. Um, one was kind of a high school, but, uh, we moved to Buford and I don't know if you've been out in Buford, but the only thing it's known for is the mall of Georgia and oh, it's yeah. proximity to Lake Lanier. What do you mean by kind of a high school? So I dropped out of high school in 2007 uh. and, uh, instead of like getting a GED, I went to this place called Faith Academy, which is essentially a school for kids who got pregnant in high school or were on <laughs> drugs and got expelled or just dropped out because they were lazy like I was. So I graduated from that, but it wasn't really like a high school. It was like a homeschool place. You like go and pick up a packet and you finish it. And oh, turn it in. cool. I remember kids, yeah. uh, some of my friends who dropped out of high school going to night school. Which it I was thought like was like that. a cool concept. It sounds like a it sounds like a, a scary haunted house school. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds cool. The yeah. hallways yeah. are haunted. Yeah, so you know, growing up in Buford, uh, I didn't have a lot of friends because we moved a lot, and then uh, there wasn't a whole lot to do out there. So a lot of my time, it's funny, uh, reading through my live journal is spent in Barnes and Noble at the mall. Spent a lot of time in Barnes Noble. Were you like exclusively Barnes and Noble, or were you at the that mall a lot? Well, that was like the only place to go. Right. Everybody worked there. Everybody went there. What? But the Barnes and Noble was like my place because at, I was super into books. Was really shy, 
And also they had a music section and I would go and like listen to uh, artists I'd never heard of before and then like eventually start listening to the music all the time. Cool. That's where I discovered a lot of music. So the way I like put my playlist together is all like pretty much in chronological order of like what kind of music I was into, you know, at the time. So like Mm -hmm. 2004 through 2007, which is when I graduated. Um, And 2004 was probably one of my more angsty years like that's whenever i listen to my most like you know angry or sad boy music mm-hmm. sure uh so that's where i can start if that's totally makes sense let's do okay. it i love sad boy right. music do do people normally like introduce the song or do they just why don't you play play, play your first thing and then we'll talk about okay. what it is right. we'll see if me and jay recognize it You're, yeah if you don't recognize it i don't know if we're gonna we're gonna be friends oh man <laughs> oh no she could be a very short podcast Oh, I'm on the wrong thing. Sorry. I know this. Song. Yes, I, you have to know this because oh, yeah. you knew someone who really likes us in high school. We um Alkaline Trio. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I remember. We used this song in um a thing we did for my video production class in high school, mm-hmm. but we had to like censor it because it couldn't oh, yeah. say it couldn't say dog shitting razor blades. No. And uh, but we messed it up and like censored it sure. a little before, so it was like. Shitting yeah, it was like blades. like a dog shitting. <laughs> it's, it didn't you work. Tried at yeah, least. we weren't good at video production. We just liked the class. So. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you can't get fired, so that's good. Right, I got I, uh, fired from high school. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked Alkaline Trio for a I short period. I loved of time. Alkaline Trio. I, w- I was saying to Mitchell, it was like one of those bands where it was like, oh man, being a like angry, sad, old alcoholic is cool. Yeah. Like it made me feel like being a fuck up is like a cool thing to aspire to be, mm-hmm. which is a fun thing to feel like when you're in high school. I'll say listening to back on on at least this song in particular. They sound like they could have been like a big radio band, but they they weren't really. Were they? they this never song got is like... called radio. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, this, right. I'm pretty sure there is a radio edit of this song. Like, but did they have like a lot of commercial success in that way? I have no idea. Honestly, I, mean, I don't even. I don't even know where I heard them the first time. Yeah. But like, as soon as I did, I was really into it. So any like angry day I had, this is where I went. Yeah. Well, most of their other songs were like this was kind of their slow, slow jam. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember their their whole thing was like sort of like a satanic, like all black. (laughs) And like when I was in high school, I was I was pretty religious, and I still liked Alkaline Trio. So I was like, but it's a secret. Yeah, I was like trying to justify it in my head. It's like I just like the music, not what they stand for. Big fat fucking bone This is good, yeah. man. This is a whole Yeah. Also, yeah, when you're in high school, a chorus that the first line is, I got a big fat fucking bone to pick. Oh, man, yeah. Whoa, yeah. It's like, there weren't that many songs I knew of at the time where it was like a really like yell it kind of song, mm-hmm. and this was kind of my intro to that is he i will say that's another one of those songs that falls into the category of wishing harm onto women <laughs> and i'm a woman yeah. and i'm a feminist and we, yet I we talk about that song. the misogyny of uh, a lot of like emo bands yeah. back then mm-hmm. was just like oh, kind of yeah, part of the lyrics <laughs> yeah i mean i wonder if like i don't know there were that many female musicians who had 
if there was that much like presence of female musicians like Alkaline Trio, if yeah. it would be the same right. with them wishing harm on men, I don't know who's to say. It doesn't seem like there was a huge presence of women yeah. in that kind of genre. No, I um, a very white male dominated yeah. genre. Of yeah, music. I I was thinking back. I was like, I could think of like Rilo Kylie. I really liked, mm-hmm. sure. and then like I liked some of the Yeah 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 songs, and then I was trying to think of like other. Song like other bands with like female female singers or just like females in the band in this genre or like in just, just in that time in like what I listened to okay. yeah and it wasn't like I don't think it was a conscious thing of like if I did hear a girl sing I'd be like nope she's a yeah, girl not into it, it just like wasn't yeah. in in the like sort of mm-hmm. emo kind of like stuff that I was into it just yeah there well, really like wasn't the, that much well also something to think about is like I wonder if a female musician would do well if they had those kinds of lyrics because I feel like sure. most like record producers would like only like let a woman kind of have a I don't know, contract if it was like you know keep it light mm-hmm. keep it cute people yeah. want to make sure you're cute and approachable um this is probably like the last of my angry music okay. um Let's see if you know this one. This is kind of one of the ones I'm slightly more embarrassed of. But kind of not, also. (laughs) I don't think I know this. Really? If you tell me the name of the band, I'll probably be like, oh, yeah. Uh, Poison the Well. Yeah. So I wasn't really into like hardcore music, I guess, but I was into this for some reason. Like, I don't know how, like I missed all the other stuff, but I really liked this. I like, it's actually the first concert I went to in Atlanta was at the Masquerade to see Poison the Well when I was like 14 and it was great. (laughs) Was it in heaven or? It was in hell, I believe. Yeah. That's totally. Metal. (laughs) It's, yeah, I guess it was a... I was looking this up on Wikipedia earlier, and technically this is called Metalcore. Okay. Did not know. Metal's fucking weird. That They've was got even a lot a thing. of genres. I mean, and... I think it's almost generous to call this metal. It's I mean, so, I know. It's so melodic. It's like too, more melodic than even melodic metal. Right. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I don't know why my head, what it hears that immediately lumps it in with metal. It's probably like the drums are really intense, and like it's yeah. very like oppressive and like a laugh like loud and moody they had a song called nerdy who did poison Poison the well Well. um and it was i don't think i heard that one it was like very um very much like a hardcore song Mm -hmm. and i didn't i didn't like it but i knew it so there would be times where like me and like chase sampson would be like driving around and like we would like put that song on mm-hmm. just to be like maybe we like hardcore music and then like halfway through it would be like, like no nah. see yeah my brother was really into hardcore music and basically anything my brother my parents were into I was decidedly against okay it was very much just like ugh no not you, I'm too cool for that do you remember some of the hardcore bands that you like specifically did not listen to or did not like ah. <sighs> So many. I really hated Coheed and Cambria. Really? Is that hardcore? <laughs> no, I don't no, know no, what no, that no. is. Yeah, that's like, they were, that they turned like into like Elmo? prog rock with their yeah. later. 
But the album, those dudes like, are like still making music. Maybe n- now, I think so. And now their songs are like seven or eight minutes long, yeah. and they do. I guess different. I don't really know what hardcore is. Name some hardcore bands. Like is Taking Back uh, Sunday hardcore? Uh-uh. No, that's like <laughs> screamo. Between the Buried and Me was a big one that I I kind of listened to. Every time I die. Yeah, did not like them. Yeah, yeah every time I, I remember die, that. Were... Um, as I like, as I like dying. dying. Yeah, did not cursive. Was that cursive, one? Kinda, I guess. I don't know. He screamed, but they were more. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they were more screamo. There is like a okay, weird overlap is, too. By the way, can someone explain the difference between screamo? No, and we can't. Nobody I think, can. Okay. I think, All right. <laughs> stupid question. You're I right. think screamo was more for people like me. That was like, I'm not into hardcore music. It was like more approachable. Yeah. But I like, yeah, it was like there was more of a balance between. It was probably like seventy five percent singing, yeah. and mm-hmm. then like you know once or twice in a song. Okay, you know something. what it is. I didn't really like about. I guess a lot of hardcore and screamo was I felt like it was all or at least a lot of those bands were religious or like kind of mm-hmm. like Christian boys. Yeah. Uh, and anything like once yeah. Metal and like once I on. was in high school, I was like, uh, anything Christianity is dumb. Yeah. So like I couldn't even if I would have liked the music, I just mm-hmm. couldn't listen to it because I thought it was stupid. I know for me going to like a couple of hardcore shows and, and kind of meeting a lot of the people in that world, there was like a real cringiness to it for me that I didn't feel at like even the shitty pop punk or emo shows that I mm. went to. Um, I think I think it's because like the, the other thing with with metal, for lack of a better word for me, is, is just that like. It was such a scene, and it, there was so much of like leaning into it, and all the bands and stuff mm-hmm. that it was it was hard to just be like, oh, I like Poison the Well. I don't really like anything else, or, mm-hmm. or I like this very small genre. Like I like yeah. it when it's melodic. I don't I really like, like it when there's there was a lot of night. gatekeeping and hardcore. Yeah, like, there for were a sure. lot of people who were like, oh, oh, what you've never heard of blah blah blah. Right, right. you right. must not be that cool. Or you're you think it. Taking Back Sunday is hardcore? Yeah, Get out I of feel here. like it was a lot of like people swinging their dicks around, right. way <laughs> unnecessarily because literally you went and bought your jeans in the girls section of J C Penny. Correct. <laughs> you know, and like that's fine. I have nothing against that, but you can't act like a fucking badass. Right. Um, when you do that. <laughs> yeah. That was like with the like Christian stuff. It was always kind of weird to me because I knew a lot of people who were like either in Christian hardcore bands or were like really into that scene. And they were always like super nice and like very like positive and just like friendly. And like even like the lyrics would be like, you know, like they would be uplifting or like sort of like you know praise god or whatever but they just sounded so angry like they like contradicted (laughs) the way they were saying it and what they were saying were so like different and i guess maybe that's there's an appeal in that but it just i found it confusing we gotta get like a real metal kid on the show yeah ask them about you gotta get uh kevin friday or jeff claxton on this show jeff claxton is who really kind of introduced me to metal like he was here really late one night after mitchell's birthday party and I was like, I don't really know much about metal. Get me into it. And so he played me. <laughs> he played me like basically every genre of metal there is that right. he thought I would be interested in. And then like from there, we deciphered what my kind of genre of metal is, and nice. we went further down that path. Cool. So he would be a good one to talk to. About it's that. always fun to have like a musical Sherpa in in those things. Yeah, <laughs> you would like think any that, genre. You would like think that, that the host of with. a music podcast would be more well versed in these hey, things. Fuck but no, yeah. we don't do our homework. <laughs> well, it's like you have to have those people nowadays because it's like Barnes and Noble doesn't have that music section anymore. You can't yeah. just show up and find music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right, next on the playlist. All right, this is definitely one I discovered at Barnes Noble. I don't think anyone else has maybe ever heard of them. So how are you? You were just like walking. Like, was it like maybe if like the album cover looked? They cool, had like or? a little station set up where uh-huh. it'd be like a collection of songs from like random musicians, and you could listen to them. And they yeah, they like they changed them out constantly. Gotcha. So this is a band called Elephant. No, but I, I like them. Yeah, I still really like them. I think they only did like two albums. That's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got the sort of new wave 80s voice thing going on. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of the music I was into was almost like. I don't know, like a copy of something that was already done in the 90s or the 80s. Sure, like, yeah. Mitchell was saying this kind of is like yeah, a little bit like the Smiths, a little yeah. bit like other things. Yeah. But this was a modern band at, mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. Oh man, the beat's about to drop in a minute. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, I think that they only had like a, an album in like 2004, and then maybe one in 2008, and then they didn't make any more. And like, if you look at Spotify, they only have like. 10,000 listens on their songs. I guess they weren't that popular. After this podcast drops, these plays are going to We're going to do a reunion show. <laughs> All right, hang on. I just need to hear the beat drop, okay, okay. and it's taking forever. <laughs> you said it's about to. And this... okay, well, yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I heard these songs, okay? I got you. It was fun, though, because like, looking back at my live journal, I listened to Elephant like almost every other entry, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah. 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 The making me Yeah, this is good. There, I think there were a lot of bands that had this similar, with that like kind of constant kick drum yeah. going. Oh, you know another band they kind of remind me of? Like, I think it was Interpol kind of sounded. It had a yeah. similar sound to this. And my friend Debbie was super into Interpol. Yeah, I liked Interpol. They, the singer. I didn't listen to them a whole lot. I don't really remember what their music sounded they, like. They borderlined on could be boring at times uh it was a little bit had... that constant kick drum is like almost like a droning mm-hmm. kind of yeah. sound that that's what it is that's kind of the link between those two yeah and the thing with like with with elephant with their singer there with like kind of singing the lower mm-hmm. during the verses and then when the chorus kicks in going a little higher that was like i feel like uh like the strokes would do that sometimes yeah, yeah. Like what is that thing what is there a a word to describe that kind of voice that certain singers do where they sing like this. It's the Fred Schneider. The Fred Schneider. <laughs> oh, yeah, it totally is. I fucking love the B-52s also. Yeah, damn, I, that's one person I didn't, that's one band I did not put on my podcast, but I listened to them a lot in high yeah. school also. I only l- started listening to them like in my 30s. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, the last few years. Yeah, I, I love them a lot. I, yeah. I I tend to like when I'm really into a mu- like an artist, I We'll go through phases where I just play one or two albums of theirs nonstop for like a two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to the point where Mitchell hates it. Right. You know? <laughs> and then like he'll doesn't ever want to listen to it again. B fifty twos are probably one of those. Nice. Yeah. We uh we've decided that if if there's a drinking game to our podcast, whenever Mitchell's name is mentioned, which oh, is yeah. Almost every episode. Oh, really? Take a shot. A shot. He's yeah. just so, like, you know, prolific. Yeah. And has so many friends. Classic cool guy. Yeah. Classic cool guy, Mitchell Hardage. He's pretty cool. 
I would. Schneider. <laughs> we were saying that actually would be a really good uh, Halloween costume for Mitchell to be Fred Schneider and for me to be, uh, I cannot remember her name right now, the Red Beehive. Oh, Beehive. I'm, yeah, <laughs> what I'm pretty sure. Ooh. D something? How do I not is know her D? name right now? No, I'm thinking Ooh. the B-52s. B. One, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Mountain Goats t-shirt right now yeah, you are. Uh, for the listeners. Uh, and I saw the last time they came to Atlanta, um, what the were there more than one female singer or just one? There the two. Yeah. One of them came out and like sang on, in his encore, and they still like toured stuff. Yeah, they like they're just like ah, oh, they're fucking cool. They have this one song called uh, I think it's called "There's a Moon in the Sky," where they have like this synth part at the end. And then they like sing harmonies with the synth part, mm. and like just remember like hearing it and being like, "Damn, they had to have done so much cocaine to like get this right," because it's, I mean, it's such a high like harmony that she's doing. Yeah, it's, it seems so like difficult and impressive. Do you think the the synth part came first, or do you think maybe they came up with like the vocal part? And then I bet like, they had the synth part, and then they were just like real fucked up on drugs, and she started harmonizing with it, and they were like, yes, Record. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and they just made her do it a thousand times. Uh, Kate Pearson or Cindy Wilson? Those are the two females. Kate Pearson, I think, is Red Beehive. Yeah, that's correct. It was a 50-50 chance. It's yeah. a 52-52 <laughs> chance. Uh, oh, I mean, Boom. that's, that's not, uh, but I like what you did there. So you were listening to the B-52s in high school? Yeah. So my dad, his whole thing is he had like DVDs of like artists that he liked to, uh, it was like their live performances on DVD or like totally. all of their music videos. So Bowie's one of those he had a lot of. Also B-52s and Queen. So um, I think that's how I discovered all those bands is watching this with him. My father-in-law was like that. And that was something that, that you know, I didn't meet him until... I was 29 or something, mm-hmm. but I was like, what a cool, like I had never really watched too many, too much like concert film. And I then... thought it was really boring when I was young. Like really <laughs> yeah. young. I was like, who would want to watch this? And as I got older, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting to see. I yeah. think like our, because before like YouTube and stuff, there was, I remember there was like one website I would go to. Cause I would uh, like a lot of, the bands that I got into, I'd be like, I wonder what they look like yeah. when they play live. And there wasn't YouTube. You couldn't find every song right. of every show that <laughs> right. they've ever done. And um, I can't remember the name of the fucking website, but like every week they would put a ba- like a video up. Cool. And sometimes it would be a band that I didn't like and I'd be like, shit. And I'd come back the next week yeah. and then it would be like a thrice live yeah. in Philadelphia or something. And I'd watch it. I'm like, sorry. This yeah. is a total sidebar, but I once dated a guy who like, he'd be like, oh, I got to show you this really funny video on YouTube. And every time he would go to type in YouTube, he would start typing in and like be talking to me and absentmindedly write in you porn <laughs> every single fucking time just like how often are you going to you porn muscle that you just fingers. like every time you go to type in youtube you automatically go <laughs> and like i felt like he was really, i don't care i feel like he was really embarrassed i was like i mean it's fine but that's pretty i just funny. like the idea that every like every time he's like oh god yeah. no <laughs> No. I mean, that was essentially what happened. I'm sorry. Yeah. Backspace, backspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I derailed wait, us. Were there? I'm trying to think back on the train of thought we were on. But what, what, what were you? Were there other like Atlanta bands? I know. I mean, or Athens bands? Other other local things that were coming out 
that you were listening to? I mean, the B-52s were an older band, too, so it's a little... So, I mean, Telling the Wall was Atlanta-based, wasn't weren't they? Because they, they sing about, like, the varsity and stuff. They mm. do sing about yeah, so the, like, that gas our, station our across uh, from yeah, the varsity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I remember, like, realizing that they were an Atlanta band after I heard them, actually, and I was mm-hmm. like, that's so cool. That is cool. And it made me like them even more, because they, like, sang about Atlanta stuff sometimes. Yeah. Um, I didn't listen to a lot of REM, especially in high school, but it was, I remember being like, I should like these guys because they were from Atlanta uh, yeah. or Athens. Again, I mean, but. aside from like. Um, Outcast. Yeah, Outcast liked I liked. Um, but I didn't really, like, I guess the bands that people haven't heard of as much, I, I haven't, I haven't, I wasn't really into those. I didn't really go to sure. many shows or anything. Uh, the only, like, kind of exposure i had to like the music scene was my brother and i hated the music he li- music he liked and also he drove me everywhere so he wasn't going to drive me to atlanta right, to see a band he right, didn't like right. so yeah i kind of like my i didn't like really discover like the uh the local bands i liked until i was in college sure um so where were where were we on your playlist did we this yeah, is still like so we've made it past uh my sad and angry times yeah. pretty much we're getting into like we're getting into yeah me being like a little <laughs> yeah we're getting into like a little bit more i'm interested in weird music mm-hmm. so yeah. this is the first kind of like quirky band i was into let me see if you know who they are jay pass me one of those backups I'm pretty sure the first time I heard this song was like watching the real world. Ah. And I was like, I'm super into this. That was like when they would, when they kind of like put the name of the band like mm-hmm. in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when MTV actually played music. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. It's Enon. Enon. Yeah. So, they, I think that they might still be making albums, but I just really liked her voice a lot. And also, the bass part is just like the focal yeah. point of this mm-hmm. song, which is, I feel like, unusual for really most songs. Cool. And, uh, yeah, they're just awesome. They kind of got that mid-2000s, like, world pop thing going yeah. on. Which I, I got into that a little bit, too. But, I mean, yeah, I feel like they were, like, almost at the forefront of that. Yeah. I don't know if they ever really took off, like, some of the other bands, but... Are there, like, really lame ones, like, in the early 2000s like that who? got big? Like, Aqua. Chumbawamba. Oh. Yeah, Chumbawamba. Oh, yeah, no. But I, I got into that, and then, like, there was You some... got into Aqua? Yeah. And like, then there's some far? like really like Barbie girl it's by the way what yeah 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 but it's like by the way that I was like 13 it, this is ninth not even ninth grade probably like I mean grade. I don't know if you go back and watch the Barbie music video it's pretty fucking great <laughs> like, but I had the album and then I got into other there was like a world music channel my parents always had TV from like international TV to like watch Lebanese shows they're Lebanese the listener who doesn't know me but uh so there was this world music channel that would play a lot of weird shit like that, and I used to listen to it uh, and find bands I like. The Venga Boys, do you remember them? Or Vega oh, Boys? Oh, man. Wait, what did they do? They I sang, know that name. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. I want you in my room. It's, Wait, it's like are, not music I would also, ever listen to. Were they also... Well, that's the Fantas song, isn't it? That's the Six Flags song. Oh, it's a Six Flags song. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's so funny. I hadn't put that together. Dude, that song fucking rules. Yeah. It still rules. Yeah. 
So I listened to a lot of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that like I once had like this weird earworm, you know, like digging in back my head uh, of one of their songs. And I played it for Sam because I was like, I can't get this song out of my head. I used to listen to it when I was like in the eighth grade. And she was like, this is terrible. It's so weird. <laughs> how, like, 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 yeah, a song so. you haven't listened to in forever will just like pop in your head out yeah. of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It just gets so stuck there. the next band I'm going to play is like that. Like it was another band where I feel like I don't know anyone who in my real life now ever listen to them but they were such a big part of my life for a while and it was like I got into bands for a minute that were like uh if it sounded like a a a 20s year old man child had a a synth and a prescription to Adderall like (laughs) I was super into it recipe for success so fast and like choppy and yeah that's awesome so I'm actually gonna play it now but I get their song stuck in my head all the time like out of nowhere uh, is it hot, hot heat? No. Okay. We'll see if you know this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, their name's I'm a Robot. Oh. Yeah, we were talking about like the sort of inner pool elephant. This is like the yes. opposite. Where it's just like, and then that, and then that. Yeah. It's a little B-52s-ish. What I really bit, yeah. liked about them is he reminded me of the lead singer from Dead Kennedys. Yeah. I was, I was like kind of starting to get into the Dead Kennedys a lot in middle school. And, uh, but I just like couldn't really get into a lot of the stuff that they had. So mm-hmm. I feel like this was like that, but more approachable for me. <laughs> this is, it's like future retro dead cat yeah exactly yeah. yeah but like all of their songs were just like the lyrics are just like who the fuck wrote this a 13 year old like, this is pretty cool right here i like yeah. that i still like them a lot that's funny cool. this was i feel like i saw this band's name there was still you know you would go in record stores yeah. and there'd be like big posters of like stuff that had just come out mm-hmm. and i can remember like seeing i remember this band's name or whatever this is definitely I, a barnes and noble band for me yeah. so it's like every yeah. band in my life from high school is like was that barnes and noble band or not and that's funny like i remember doing bar. the same thing but at hot topic I, hot topic they yeah a little honestly place. that might be where i first discovered alkaline trio yeah about mm-hmm. yeah they were i also had a huge sure. crush on a boy who worked at hot topic so nice i went there a lot just to like pretend browse for clothes you know, I had a crush on the girl who worked at Gadzooks. Did she wear Jinkos and like a, <laughs> a crop top? <laughs> Probably. Because that was a look she had I dyed aspired hair, to have. I was just like, man, that's cool. What color was it? I think it was red, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, that was like the one red. hair color that parents would yeah, maybe let their yeah. like, daughters okay. dye their hair because they're like, it's close enough to red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's I was like, able to convince my mom to let me dye my hair purple. That was ooh, the most outrageous I got. Did you like having purple hair or was yeah. it like a, okay. I loved it, but, uh, I just like, I don't know. I just forgot about it or stopped caring about it eventually. <laughs> it wasn't like on my list of priorities to have right. purple hair. So <laughs> I just didn't keep it up. Did you care a lot about like the clothes you wore and stuff in high school? Were you like, I mean, I went through phases of it. Uh, I knew like a, probably like later high school, I cared a lot more about it. And like maybe first part of high school, I just wasn't trying to stand out in any way at yeah. all like yeah. because i just was super shy people picked on me i just didn't want to 
So yeah, I did the purple hair thing for a while. That honestly might be why I never dyed it again. It was like too much attention. Too much. Yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, was it. this kind of the point in your musical taste too, where you were kind of cultivating an identity? Did you ever do that? I mean, we talk about that sometimes mm-hmm. on the show. Just mm-hmm. like that ultra, like I'm this thing, so I have to look and act and sound like this thing. Oh well, yeah, time. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like especially later middle school, early high school, because I was really into like punk rock music, yeah, and all this stuff. But then here's where it was weird is I was also a cheerleader, right? right? So, like, I always had this conflicting identity where it's, like, I don't really know where to fit in, but, right. like, I like both. I like to cheerlead. It's fun, even though everyone hates me. <laughs> there was that one kind of punk rock cheerleader in Bring It On. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there was. Yeah. I remember her being really cool. Was it yeah. Eliza Dushku? Yeah, Dushku I remember she had a cool name like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, what was the one where they I, rob I a bank? I said it like a question, but I was pretty sure. I what was, was like, the pretty sure it's a What was the bring it on where they rob a bank? It's uh, not bring it on. No, I know you're talking about. But that it was like I yeah. used to love that movie. Sugar and Spice. Yeah, Sugar, Sugar and, and Spice, Spice was great. Yeah, I love. I loved movie. it. I honestly loved all cheerleader movies. I still do. Yeah. I think that like cheerleading is like a really weird culture that no, not most people understand or like have been exposed to, but it's it's hilarious to me. There was I remember two girls in like one of my classes in high school who were like both very nice like really sweet girls they were on like competition cheerleader Mm -hmm. squads and it was similar with like gymnasts like it looked like their growth had been kind of like stunted a little bit like they seemed a little like they were both short but like yeah it was and i was i i assume it's like you do Flip the, flip yeah, you're just moving too like, much. Yeah. You just need to sit still so your hormones can yeah. like adjust to your body. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought the idea know. of like cheerleader as like the popular girl was a weird. That wasn't really a thing. It, it, no, like in real life, not no. really. There's usually like one popular girl who is also a cheerleader. Yeah, I mean, there were definitely... every other cheerleaders were kind of just weird kids yeah. who got way too into things. There were n- like normal girls, you know. There were also pop- popular girls who were cheerleaders, but for the most part, it was just like people who like wanted an activity right. and they couldn't totally. dance because they were uncoordinated, <laughs> right. or they danced and did cheerleading and like they just want to do everything. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was in the first group, <laughs> the not being able to dance group. I've seen you dance. It's just selling yourself short. Uh, I've seen what I lack in skill, I make up with enthusiasm, which is why I was a good cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. So. Um. So let's see. Uh, we're we're, actually, we're moving into more like spastic kind of. Yeah. Uh, so I only have four more songs left, and you're the last four. You're just gonna be like, it's gonna go from like, okay, that makes sense to what the fuck. Cool. So uh, I'll go ahead and play the next one. I'm sure you know who this is. I feel like everybody was who graduated around our time was really into this band. Okay. This one? I don't know. I'm waiting for vocals to come in. Modest Mouse. Yep. <laughs> like, were you really in high school if you didn't like Modest Mouse? I so I think I brought this up. Uh, 
I I knew who Modest Mouse was, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really from in, the Target commercials. Well, it wasn't until <laughs> like that album like yeah. flowed on, like, and I was like, oh man, I really like this. Mm. But I felt like I I felt like I had to sell it as if you know I had. Uh, I had heard them before. Like, <laughs> this album's good, but it's not as good as their other ones. Yeah, they were quickly like one of those bands where, that was like, as soon as the Target commercials came out, mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, I've been listening to Moss Mouse since right. I was in the womb, yeah. so totally. uh, you're not really a fan. This was actually not a Barnes & Noble band for me. It was a Borders band. Ooh. Hey, uh, yeah. Later. I had to go to Borders, Borders once and with my mom, and this is where I discovered them. Borders okay. was not my typical bookstore obviously right it's funny i was more of a borders kid than a barnes and noble kid i did like the way like the way you could look up books at borders they let you do it yourself which the barnes and noble you had to ask somebody and again i was really shy so i think borders had a better uh movie selection they had better they had a better they actually had like a wider variety of music in their music section but like are either of those companies still in business? Barnes and Noble strangely is. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like a Barnes and Noble it's somewhere. Probably just because of the like Starbucks. Weird. There's yeah. <laughs> there's one the one in like Edgewood is still. Yeah, going. that's the one. Yeah, it's like right there, the Carolina Street whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so weird that there's a Barnes and Noble there. Yeah, it just seems like if you we got to read some my live journal excerpts. Yes, totally. Because so many of them mention Barnes and Noble. We'll we'll take a quick break and we will be right back with Ashley Hardage on my high school iPod. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm Murray McMurtry with my son Marty McMurtry. How you doing? Allow us to propose a scenario to you. You've been invited to a fancy dinner party, and you feel as though a standard necktie simply will not do. You want something that says power, elegance, sports fan. May we present to you the mascot ascot. It's a regal, sophisticated, scarf-like neck accessory that allows you to be distinguished while simultaneously letting others know where your sports allegiances lie. Imagine walking into a fancy dinner party with a beautiful ascot adorned with beloved Philadelphia Flyers mascot Gritty. You'll be the belle of the ball. Or, if you prefer something a bit more classical, might we recommend the San Diego Chicken? You'll be the life of the party. Or, if you're a scholarly individual, and would like to boast your collegiate background, how about the Stanford undecorated Christmas tree? Whatever your team is, we might got a mascot ascot just for you. Mention that you heard this promo on my high school iPod, and we'll throw in a mascot bolo tie at half price. Mascot ascots, protect Protect your your neck. And scene. See, guys, it's that easy. If you have something you want to promote, uh, something you want people who listen to this podcast to know about, um, send us an email at myhighschoolipod at gmail.com. Let us know what you got going on uh, and whatever information you feel is pertinent, uh, and we'll get back to you. And you can have your ads right here on the world's most mediocre podcast, <laughs> My High School iPod. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. All right. Welcome back to My High School iPod. I'm Jay Howell here with my co-host, Muhammad Joma. Oh, hey. And our special guest today uh, is Ashley Hardage. Hi. She's been taking us through uh, some of the music that made her who she is. musical journey of Ashley. Yeah. Let's uh, continue on with this. Um, 
I guess uh, you you said you had a song you wanted to go back and, yeah, and, and revisit that I'm we, stupid we skipped over. I'm stupid and forgot. Like, this is actually like an all-time favorite band I still listen to all the time. Cool, cool. I, I never really listen to a lot of sad music, but this is like if I listen to sad music, this is my sad band. Okay. So I'm going to play my favorite one. Um, I think you'll know who it is because I feel like we've talked about this one a lot. Perfect. Got a three-speed and banana seat Sitting back on the sissy bar With the seven I think I know got a drink. The eels? Yep It's funny, it was like Actually the first time I heard an eel song Was in the movie Shrek I was gonna say, I think I think it, For me it might have been uh, There's something about Mary Oh really? Or some, some, some like comedy like that yeah. Maybe a fairly I don't know why it is but they play a lot of Eels songs in like comedy movies yeah. which is like I wanted to read like a bit of like his Wikipedia page E his lead singer yeah, yeah. because he had the mo- reason why I love this band is like a sad band is like I feel like most sad bands it's just like fake sadness or like they're not they haven't really truly experienced anything that like leads them to tragedy that makes the music inspirational right and like he's been through this man has been through the craziest fucking tragedies so i'm just gonna read a little bit of his wikipedia uh excerpt that i screenshotted all right e is is everett his last name's everett uh everett's family uh has been the inspiration to him uh the song three speed which we're listening to now as one of those, referencing the writings of his little sister, Liz. Um, he actually made a documentary about his dad, too. His dad was, like, a, a, a quantum physicist, and he came up with, like, the parallel universes, some sort of, like, uh, a companion theory, the parallel universes cool. theory. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but he died of, like, a heart attack, a heart attack when I think he was, like, 19 or something. Wow. And then, uh, let's see... So Everett's father, Hugh, died of heart failure when he was 19. Uh, Mark was the one who found him. So E found him. Uh, His sister, Elizabeth, died by suicide uh, in 1996. His mother in 1998 died uh, of lung cancer. Then, uh, so this album, Electroshock Blues, which is where Three Speed is from, like it's kind of uh, his, I mean, the whole album is about those experiences in his life, like going to hospitals, like the writings from his sister, like, in her diary, mm-hmm. um, all that. But then, even crazier, his cousin Jennifer Lewis uh, was on a flight was a flight attendant on the plane attack that struck the Pentagon Jesus. in two thousand one, and uh, the plane struck the side of the Pentagon where his father used to work. Oh my God, that is nuts! Isn't wow. that insane? That is insane. Like no other person has had the poor luck that yeah. this poor guy has had. It's a lot insane. of what we listen to is just like a girl. Didn't like yeah, a guy. and like I, I couldn't really get into music like that because I was like it just seemed not real to yeah. me. But like I can really feel the real like sadness like in his songs. Yeah, and like he has songs that are like, um, you know, you know, someone in my my life died again today. Yeah. It doesn't this feel weird? And like mm-hmm. life is so strange. So this the Eels is a band. Is it just Eels actually? Or it's it the Eels. The Eels. Mm-hmm. They're a band that I had that album actually, Electroshock Blues, mm-hmm. and that's it. 
And I never really, I guess because nobody, I never had anybody to talk to about them. Yeah. I didn't just really know were, anyone who listened to them either. Yeah. I liked that one album. I never listened to anything else by them. Yeah. I haven't really thought about them in Their a album long that time. came out before that, that I, I don't know if the album's called Beautiful Freak, but it has Beautiful Freak on it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, some Daisies Through the Galaxy. That one's really good. Are they still around making music? Yeah. He yeah. just put out an album like, wow. uh, I think it was last year, the end of last year. I, I think it was good. I, I haven't really listened to it all the way through. That's the first Eel song I've ever heard. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's definitely like movie music, too. It's like yeah. It all sounds I, very cinematic, soundtracky sort of stuff. I think for whatever reason, maybe they were mentioned in a sentence by somebody uh, like that also mentioned uh, The Streets, that like British oh, talk yeah. rapper yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. So I kind of... So not the same I know. Thing. And for whatever reason, in my brain, I was just like, oh, well, he's like The Streets. <laughs> <laughs> but then hearing that song, not at all. No, like I had a friend streets. who was really into The Streets, so I know what they sound like in just through In one single that. moment, your whole life can turn round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really Whoa, can turn the streets round. Here? Hey, what's up? I'm The Streets. Whoa, I didn't know we'd have another guest on the podcast. <laughs> That's a famous guest. <laughs> That's cool. That's definitely a band I'd, I should revisit. I, I It was just one of those albums that was like a flash for me of just like, I had it. I loved that album. Mm-hmm. I listened to it a lot. Yeah. Never really thought about them outside of that album. Definitely mm-hmm. didn't listen to anything else. And Yeah, they still like, whenever I'm feeling sad, I will put on Electroshock Blues yeah. every time. And it's funny because when I was a nanny, uh, I used to, you know, force my nanny kids to listen to the music I wanted to listen to in my car. Yeah. And uh, they could always tell when I was sad because I'd play Aww. this album. And they'd be like, you okay, Miss Ashley? Because it was like, because they knew all, this, all of my moods and right. all the songs I listened to in those moods. And they definitely did not like the Eels because they were like, this is too sad. sad. Like, yeah, you're right. You guys are like five and six. You shouldn't have to listen to stuff like this yet. But uh, okay, so we're getting into the... Uh, the last three, um, this one, I, this is a kind of part of my my also just like, I'm in a weird experimental indie music type phase. Totally. Uh, I don't know if this is actually experimental. I would call it like puppet show experimental indie. <laughs> you want to be, I don't want to see, baby, can you feel and flush at the dog into four there's eyes? You don't know? That? No idea. Man, I didn't listen to any of you guys didn't listen to any of the I listened to. That's great. I think though. this falls into like cool music, and I did not listen to cool music in high school. What I liked about this band is like, it's like I could totally see these people like being a, like a kids variety show yeah. band. Who is this? Uh, Architecture in Helsinki. I. That is another name that I am familiar with. Yeah. Never... They were kind of like on the same level as like Tilly and the Wall, mm-hmm. I feel like. they. I, I found the, out about them at the same time as Tilly and the Wall. I was not as like uh, adventurous in high school mm. and stuff. Like I, 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 I had like sort of my parameters mm-hmm. of what I liked in a band. And so I ended up listening to a lot of bands that probably – Three of those bands could have written all the songs, right? <laughs> but they were like, you know. But I, I like, I was very comfortable with it. And like, my version of like something experimental was like 
Cursive has a cello player. Whoa. So they are crazy. Yeah, I just like didn't have a whole, because I moved around so much, I di- wasn't very good at making friends. So yeah. I didn't really have like a musical Sherpa. Sure. To, like, unless it was my brother in like emo screamo music, which I was not into. Mm-hmm. So everything I pretty much got into, I had to discover on my own. The, the musical Sherpa in high school can be a very limiting limiting yeah. thing too though because you do how much cool stuff you get into yeah i mean there's like there's i just... didn't know about elliot smith like i feel like that's like a musical <laughs> sherpa kind of band mm-hmm. yeah but there, often if you like especially if you have a group of friends who are into a certain type of music it does become like this sort of limiting mm. thing where it's harder to find music outside of that yeah. style or type um, and maybe yeah i was friends with so many different types of people and yeah i did have friends so like i i would hear their music right. and, and like I, maybe that's why I have such a wide array of different music I listen to. So I'm interested to hear uh, your reaction to like to the last two songs. Like there was a turning point in high school where I I just got I, I've like made a new group of friends. Uh, I started dating this guy who was kind of like a wannabe coke dealer, mm. and so my music changed. My music taste changed like a lot in that time. Uh, so I'm just gonna go into this was my ringtone. When I was in high school. Oh yeah, <laughs> ringtones. This is quite a departure from I know. architecture and Helsinki. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell didn't know who this was, so and I was surprised by that. It's a long intro too. Yeah, I don't recognize it yet, but I oh. feel like you'll notice it when it this kicks in. It won't take me long to guarantee to get the job done. Smoke one. Wait, Little White? Is that his name? Little White? Yep. Yeah, I used to. Every now and then, somebody will play something on this podcast that I'll be like, this is not, I haven't thought about this at all since the last time I heard it. And it's just like, oh yeah. I'm pretty sure the last time I heard this song was in high school and I was drinking like a mixed drink that I made that was like, it was like probably Coca-Cola with vodka. Yeah. And I stirred it with a butter knife, you know? Like, yeah. That was the kind of person I became in late high school. Well, that was that was the phase of drinking where you were like, well, it's not supposed to taste good. Yeah. No, and then we'd be like, I don't know. It's it like in Germany they have transitional drinks like that. Like there's like this drink in Germany. It's like Fanta and beer, mm. and it's like oh, basically right. for children to learn how to drink. Right. right. <laughs> they didn't have drinks for children learning how to drink yeah. in the U.S. Beer cocktails are like a thing outside of yeah. America, yeah. big time. Yeah. I had a Heineken lemonade and white wine mixture at a Virgin mega store in Lebanon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That sounds it's a very weird drink. Very it was just like on their menu. I was like, all right. I think I'd like that. Yeah, it was yeah. delicious, actually. I feel tasty. like whenever I was in late high school, I was like definitely about partying yeah. and drinking. And I feel like uh, something that I couldn't get out of like the indie bands and stuff I was totally. listening to, mm-hmm. I could get out of hip hop. Well, and it's exciting when you like – I mean, especially somebody like Little White, who wasn't like some prolific hip hop artist that like no, you yeah. knew all his work or anything. But when you like the first time you're like sitting in a car and you're buzzed and that song comes on yeah. and you're just like, holy shit, I get it. I'm yeah. feeling it. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is a fun time I'm having right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had awesome. like uh, my friend, um, one of my closest friends who I'd go smoke at his house. It was like the house everyone went to. 
uh, I remember just like listening to like drama in his like it was like a it was like a shed. We just like hung out in his parents' shed, yeah. a big shed. But like I just remember being really high and just like unable to peel myself off of whatever couch I was on. And just being like, I'm really glad this music's on right now because I feel like I would lose my mind right now if there's nothing playing. Uh, So I thought a lot about that kind of music whenever I was in those headspaces. There's just definitely like these, some bands and, you know, especially in hip hop that is just like, it's very specific for a very specific thing. You know, it's party music. But when you realize like how to appreciate that, it's fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely puts you in a mood when it, when the the beat drops right. or whatever, like where the hook comes in, where it's more involved, it makes you yeah. feel like you're part yeah. of it. Yeah, and it's extremely like there's a there's an extreme talent set to do that, mm-hmm. you know, to do that thing to put you into that place. And I think when you're younger, or you don't, for some people, I guess when when you're listening to stuff that you are just looking at more as like through like an artistic lens, mm-hmm. it's easy to write that off, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, eventually you get it and it works. Yeah, and, and, you're and just maybe like, part of it is like because it was novel to me because I didn't really yeah. hear a lot of it. It was less like passive listening like I had right. with most other music. Like it was something I was actually paying attention to. And right. like, how are they doing? Why, why, why are they doing things differently? And like, like, how are they? What are the patterns? Like, what are the common things that like people in hip hop are doing that I've just never even thought of before? Um, well, I have my last song, and the reason why, uh, if, if you want me to go ahead and play it. Yeah, please. Um, so this song is a song I listened to when I was in my late high school anyway, but it's special to me because when I uh, moved to college, I went to stay in the dorms um, on Georgia State campus. It's the Commons. It was the first year they were open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was so excited to be uh, leaving home and, like, never going back to Buford, which I decided in the car on the way there. I'm like, I'm not going back. I'm done with this. Uh, but I remember listening to this song on the way there, and I was super pumped to, like, be going to college and stuff. Independence. Yeah, and it was yeah. kind of like, now the world is your oyster. expecting you to play uh, Time of Your Life by Green Day oh or something God. like that. Damn, I wish I should, I should have. That would have been a good troll. Uh, yeah. Who is this? D4L. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they only had one yeah. album, and every song was fucking great. I thought, I thought for a second that it was, girl, shake your laffy taffy. Well, that's the same, that's, yeah. same group. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. You guys want to listen to some of my? Li- you guys want to read some of my life journal? Yeah, let's do it, baby. Yeah. So uh, Ashley had brought up that she uh, found her old live journal, and I was saying like, w- like if you want to, we should y- you should read some on here because. And I was saying we've we've done you know seven or eight episodes, and we haven't really discussed the whole like live journal Zanga. Well, did you have a live journal or a Zanga? Jeff? I had a Zanga. I didn't have either. That's I didn't think you, but like, yeah. it's weird because a lot of 
a lot of our friends did. And like, it was kind of the first, the first thing I can really think of where people got to broadcast put their, their thoughts, thoughts on the internet. But was it yeah. high school or was that like, it was high school. It was definitely high my, school for me. My Zenga was, uh, I was very into fight club. And so yeah. it was, you I and was, every other. Yeah. yeah. I was, boy. I was very into fight club and, um, I was into going to thrift stores and this one day I was in a thrift store and I found a like fake prosthetic leg. And of you course, bought it, didn't you? I was like, I have to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> and we would put it, my, my friend Wendell, my, our band in high school, we would put it on our merch table. Nice. Just like next to our shirts and stuff. And so my Zenga name was Jack's Leggy. <laughs> and that's great. Uh, mine's mine's real way cute. way more dumb than that. Oh wait, what's yours? Uh, so again, I was really into Poison the Well, uh, and one of their songs is called Ghost Chant. So Ghost Chant. Ghost Ooh. Chant. Ghost Chant. Don't look it up later. No, I'm just kidding. You can. I don't care. Boo. Uh, Boo. Boo. You will find Boo. so many. <laughs> you would find so many uh, entries for my live drill of me just being like. Oh, I'm so bored. I don't know what to talk about today. Oh, bye. <laughs> but like, you had to it. you had yeah. to put it out there. I just I had I had to put in an entry. Uh, the I bet I would have been like it, the most know? annoying person. Like I would probably have a live journal today if that <laughs> still existed. It's like who I love has social media? It's like who, <laughs> that's like basically what Twitter can be. I know. Like, well, it's like which members of society Twitter, have the least interesting opinions and thoughts about anything? It's gonna be like a tw- thirteen-year-old yeah. girl who lives in Beaver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, who was reading that? <laughs> no, Other thirteen-year-olds. Just, just yeah, them. I guess. Yeah. I do wonder. Like you guys. Okay, so you both had live journals. Did mm. you? Like scour other people's? Were you reading, or was it most of? Uh, oh, I more... read all of my friends. Really? You had yeah. like, yeah, you basically had like a list of friends and like the people you had crushes on. Was there a feed yeah. like Twitter? Or did you just click on people's? I think you just you would like you had like friends. From what I remember, in Zanga was like there, there was like a you would like follow people or whatever, and then they would show up like in a um, like on the side of yours. Yeah, just like, like MySpace. This is who people, yeah, and so it was like a status thing of like, well, so and so has a like, lot even, of Zanga even friends. Even mm-hmm. MySpace, like for as so you had a lot of fake friends, like fake accounts you made. I had like <laughs> I I I was pretty. My list was not very long. Like I, mm. I was pretty much just, and I also wasn't like super into, uh, like reading everybody. Like there were certain yeah. people that I was like, who they would post mm-hmm. stuff like what you were talking about, where I was just like, this is nonsense like it's kind of boring so i don't need to worry about reading it i read every line of boring everything i remember spending like a full day setting up my myspace myspace page and then never looking at it again myspace was like for a kid that loved attention and like that's that's it's weird that when i think that i was super well maybe that's what it is because i was super shy i was like i didn't talk to anybody didn't voice my opinions about anything so it was like the place where i feel like i could yeah you kind of like an outlet did you see the movie eighth grade yeah she was like so so i think oh i haven't but i heard it's really good like i think the thing now is like they have their own youtube channel yeah totally because yeah youtube is huge yeah, and yeah. so she. That's like, amazing, though, too. Also, like, yeah. Mitchell's nephew kids. is so into it. Yeah. He like, there's like one video he has where he like it, they show him, he like records himself doing the fi- a fidget spinner for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and like at the end of the, he starts out just super into it, and by the end of, it, he's just like, <laughs> just flicking it so lackadaisically. Uh, hilarious. Uh, yeah. 
kids. Fucking YouTube they is don't, crazy. They man. don't understand the how good they have it now. Yeah. They just had Zenga. <laughs> Let's read some live uh, journal. Yeah, live so journal. I sent you guys okay. in Slack um, just like some of just some like choice entries and some of them were just kind of like epitome of the kind of person I was in my freshman, sophomore year of high school. So y'all just pick which ones you want to read and we can all just take why don't turns. You, why don't you start, Ashley? Yeah, let me pick some. Let's like play some like music okay. really low to kind of set the, mu- okay. the mood as we read over them. Yeah. I love it. Um, oh, there we go. I found I one I want to read. Okay, okay. I'll start. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, uh, Okay, dude. Dude is spelled with two zeros. Nice. Uh, he turned on a little bit more. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, my, I don't know if my headphones are just sensitive. No, no, so, no. dude, spelled with two zeros. I am such a loser. Every time I'm home by myself and the phone rings, I freak out. And every time someone comes to the door, I hide behind my couch. The Bell South guy came today, and I hid from him because he could be <laughs> a murderer dressed as a Bell South dude. I mean, she's and, right. And stole the Bell South dude's truck. And the real Bell South dude could be dismembered in the back of the truck that the fake Bell South dude is driving. I don't know. I have the weirdest imagination. And as for the phone thing, I think it's because I've heard so many urban legends of like babysitters hearing the phone ring and they pick it up and the guy on the other end says something like, I'm right outside your window and I'm watching you kind of thing. That's the end of the entry. That is the end of the entry. I mean, you were right. Like That could have been the case. I was super into like the idea of a serial killer like coming in my house and killing me. I don't know why. I, I thought the serial killers were fascinating, <laughs> and I just like read too much about it. And it, like, I still like it. Shocks me that people just answer their doors when people knock all dude, the time. I'm yeah. just like, never answer your door. <laughs> I am like still. <laughs> it I, could be anyone. I am a I'm a almost thirty year old woman. I still hide when yeah. someone knocks on my door. That's probably the appropriate response. Yeah. yeah. Even I mean, even though it's like a slim chance, yeah. there's still a chance that that person could like as soon as your door is open, just punch you in the face. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got one. Okay. Okay, and, and at the top of this one, it says mood colon, oh, which yeah. I remember yeah, was a thing me. you could do. What was my mood this day? Mood, so forgetful. Oh. Wait, is this picture of sloth always there, or is that just what Ashley picked? There, what? There is a picture. It looks yeah. I think oh, that's sloth, sloth, right? Where? What are you talking about? Well, I think it's not it, on every picture. I'm looking I at the same one. I think it looks like Sloth, but I no, don't it's think it's always oh, Sloth. Are you talking about the mood guy? Yeah. yeah. His name's Lil Gent. That's okay? not Sloth from the Goonies. No, it was Lil Gent. Well, Lil Gent Lil, looks like Lil Gent Sloth. Was my, he, he, he helped interpret my mood for two years. <laughs> you give him respect. Dear Live Journal, wait a second, dot, dot, dot. I total, <laughs> I total forgot what I was going to say. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, I guess. Yep. End of entry. That's the end of it. Uh, you could have just not said anything. See, that's the thing. I was like, <laughs> why did I feel like I the world needed to know yep. that I was still a lair? That Ashley, so forgetful right. sometimes. This one is mood apathetic. I, I think this one rings still very true. <laughs> I'm in Florida. The worst place ever. <laughs> I'll be back on Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> Why were they all so short? Oh, my God. There's some longer ones. So this one is like kind of, I think like all of this together encapsulates who I was in high school. Okay. Um, I don't don't have the date on this one or the mood. 
Uh, it says, Dear Live Journal, I may be on a bit of a hiatus from Live Journal for a while. This is because of the monstrous quilt that I have, will have completed by mid July. Hopefully, who gives a shit? Did you, did, you finish, so, did you finish the quilt? No, I never. Oh. You sounded so optimistic, though. You said will have wait, wait, completed. Wait, wait. It says, wait. It says, so please stand by, because I know everyone cares. Uh, Davy, who I don't even remember who Davy is. I'll put the story about the dead bodies in the bags on here later. I know you guys will miss me so much. Bye. <laughs> like I said to my audience of three, you know, and, and also like this random sentence about some dead bodies in a bag like that's so who i was i just i was so into weird macabre things and jay you think one day this podcast will be like cashless old my channel for sure we look back Absolutely. on it and we're like yeah catch you guys next week to our three people <laughs> yeah. who are listening no i'm i i guaranteed i'm i'm weirded out now that like and it's no, no, just no. our friends but they're like I listened to that episode with Mitchell. It's pretty good. I was like, you listened to uh, it? Yeah, it's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. No, I just assume we're just doing this for, for, for us. For us. <laughs> um, I got a good one. Get one. Get it. Okay. This is mood. Sick. <laughs> that was probably my mood on most, most days. Dear Live Journal. Do they always start Dear Live Journal or do you? Oh, do I always that? did that. I don't you know. I thought that. it was cute. I that was the thing. Like, cute. like, yeah, you. It would... didn't automatically do that. I definitely typed that <laughs> in every for sure. time. But you would think of yeah, like things to make you because it was like it's a journal. Yeah. Right. So and I would, yeah, I would like sign off. I'd be like Ashley. <laughs> this one really reads like a journal journal entry too. So. Oh great. Dear Live Journal. Today I got half through my geom- halfway through my geometry final and barfed all over my test and the girl in front of me. It was everywhere. <laughs> they gave me some sweatpants since the pants I w- was wearing were, you know, gross, and I got to keep them. <laughs> Overall, I'd say today was pretty good. I mean, that's good. That's funny. That is oh, some, that's some funny writing. I, that is all 100% true. I, I got food poisoning on the day like before my math final, and I threw up on my test, and this very nice girl who sat in front of me. Oh, oh my God. It, they had to evacuate the classroom because it was literally <laughs> like it splashed off the back of her head and propelled oh. backwards oh. behind me. I want to read that girl's live journal. <laughs> Dear live journal. Fuck Ashley. Final I wish I could have thrown up on a meaner person because she was so nice. <laughs> and her name, I believe her name was Scotty. She was really cool. Oh. I, I still to this day feel bad about that. I have I have one here where you say the R word. Oh, I know. God, there's so <laughs> many really bad things. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I had to throw this one in there because it's like, I need the world to know I was also a fucking idiot yeah. who said the R word. But also, so did two, everyone 2005, I think we were yeah. still saying it. Yeah. We were Everybody all knows. wrong. It's not that it was, yeah, not, yeah, it's not forgivable. Sure. Oh, but. I know which one you're going to read. Okay, go. Okay. Mood. Optimistic. Dear Live Journal. I went to the mall today because I'm cool. Duh. (laughs) We couldn't go see Star Wars for free because of some retarded stuff. (laughs) So I didn't get to see it. It was fun, though. We went to (laughs) Buffalo's and burned Eric's skin with salt and ice. It was gross looking. Then Barnes and Noble and stuff. Ah, the good old Barnes and Noble. What Star Wars would that have been? I don't know, but wait a minute. Did you you just totally gloss over the whole... Burning someone's Somebody's skin. Somebody's getting with ice. Did you guys salt. do that? Because I yeah, forgot I, about that until I read this. I remember today. that. I don't remember how 
burned it actually do you guys want to try worked. it after this and <laughs> yeah let's do it definitely <laughs> how much it burns yeah. uh yeah wait shoot so an instagram post you did salt first and then yeah, ice. yeah you like pack a bunch of salt onto your skin and you just like put an ice cube on it and holy press down yeah and it burns the shit out of damn. you damn and we would do it all the time we thought it was su- oh, like we would try to like it's like a challenge you could stand it like a yeah Star? yeah did you guys do the uh lighter smiley face i no. regrettably have two on my arm I, still <laughs> to this day. I have no idea what that is uh, oh, you would the, take the a lighter and you would like get it hot yeah. with the flame and then if you stuck it on your skin you can see i have a pretty oh clear Jesus smiley Christ. face still right here it's upside down but... oh i see it oh, oh yeah. dude you got battle wounds look at you yeah. the lamest battle wound ever is like two 15 year olds going let's burn each other yeah. with lighters oh, and then man. going yeah that sounds fucking awesome right uh, and then you're 33 and you still have a scar from it okay okay <laughs> i have all right this is the last one i'm gonna read because this is just like typical teenager like just way of being uh mood restless uh and like the face that little gent is making is just he looks like he's constipated uh, dear Live Journal, Eric left yesterday to go to Panama City. Eric was the the boy I was dating in high school. With Ooh. the burns. With the burns. <laughs> and the dead bodies. Uh, I have no, no one. To, I have no one to talk to until 5:30 a.m. For now, it's lame. My bird died today. It was kind of sad because he just stopped eating for some reason. My dad's theory was he was depressed because my mom was away. Kind of far fetched, but oh well. He didn't like me anyway. End of, end of entry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this so many questions. Just didn't give a shit that my bird died. Here's, uh, okay. Whatever. Were you, because your bird didn't like you. Um, I might have been a little jealousy like my mom were. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm but guessing. were you, because you said, you said you were sad that your bird died, right? Yeah, but I obviously wasn't so sad because I was just like, oh, well. But it was just like, <laughs> I should say I'm yeah, sad. Maybe that I'm was a defense really, mechanism. Maybe yeah. I was actually really beat up about it. It's weird. Like, it, it, it's, it is this thing of you you can't. It's like the same thing with the Zenga. And like what I was telling you guys before where it's like it's such a, like, put and, and this is still true today, mm-hmm. is like you want to show people like the the like kind of best side of you yeah yeah so you would be like well there's a whole other thing about that so my mom uh read my live journal sometimes and i knew that she also recorded my keystrokes and i knew that so i had to be like kind of careful about what i was saying so actually this is a perfect example of it uh i couldn't curse so the language i used sounded like you know a kid at church camp yeah um mood bored gosh what a gosh Gosh. What a good <laughs> what a wasted a good Friday by falling asleep at three and waking up at nine. I could have gone to Barnes and Noble to re- then again, Barnes and Noble again. Boom, Barnes I could have gone to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> I could have gone to Barnes and Noble to read or something. Well I guess I'll play friggin' cool as crap Harvest Moon for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> friggin' cool as friggin crap. Cool as crap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but would so in real life would you really have said like fucking cool as shit? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No, if you read a lot of these entries of a saying Mitchell, it sounds like someone with Stockholm syndrome because a lot of it I would sprinkle in like can't wait for dinner tonight, like or man, my parents are cool because <laughs> I knew my, my mom would read it later. Can I tell you all about my hero real yeah, quick? Yeah, like it's me left night tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a good example of my Stockholm syndrome one. Oh nice. Okay. Oh, let me get the music up. All right. 
Dear Live Journal, Eric's back. <laughs> yeah. Back from the burn unit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm going to see him tomorrow. It will be great. On Tuesday, I'm going on a double date with Bianca and some guy. Me with Eric, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> As if your live journal's like, wait, but who's going with who? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Today, I went to Jillian's with my family and my brother. Those aren't the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally schooled my parents in pool. It was amazing. And tonight is meatloaf night at my house. It can't get any better. Smiley face. Wow. Yeah. That was an example of like one of those. I was like, I'm gonna sprinkle in like something nice yeah. here. Yeah. Do you so think fun. you actually schooled your parents at pool, or do you think they let you? Win? No, they either they let me win, or I didn't understand the rules. They <laughs> <laughs> were just like, good job. Yeah, you're really killing it. Yeah, game. I mean, honestly, the latter is probably more often the case. <laughs> All right, well, this is fun, man. Yeah, this is, this is great. This yeah. is great. I really enjoyed this. I, know. Yeah. I hope that every night can be like meatloaf night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, compared to this tonight, recording this podcast, and Meatloaf Night from when you were 14. Oh, God. What's better? It's like double Meatloaf Night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. Suck it, Meatloaf Night. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Ashley, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me just uh, co op the last part of this and make you guys listen to my laughter. I loved it. It was it's, amazing. It gave us a. a a, a view into yeah what what you were going through oh so emotions. much so much um do you usually at the end we let people if they want to like promote or plug anything i don't know if you you're a you're an amazing like cosplayer you make these really beautiful like elaborate impressive uh costumes um thank you do you i don't know do you i wanna... don't sell them or anything yeah uh i guess like um I'll, I'll just, like plug my husband's band because uh, his band's good. I don't have anything personal I do. Fantasy Guys, you guys should listen to Fantasy Guys, yeah. and they're putting out a new album. They're great. They are great. I heard I was in here. I'm not biased. Recording one of the songs. Oh shit! Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very cool. It's yeah. It's very sexy music. It is very sexy music. Yeah. Classic. Cool guy, Mitchell. Yeah. Now I'm feeling like really like anxious that I don't have things to plug. Uh, Plug your Instagram. <laughs> Do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Uh, they Probably can. Not. I mean, like, there's <laughs> just not. like it's not that interesting. It's just a lot of pictures of my pictures of my dogs, but they yeah. are cute. They are cute. Uh, and, and you it's, don't have like an all cosplay Insta? No, I've been asked that, but I'm just I don't really like I'm into posting pictures and stuff. But I don't really care enough to have two accounts. I guess. Right, right. To um, try to get like. Yeah, but I guess if any of our friends who already know us are yeah. saying want to see it, it's Ashley Harted. It's my name. Yeah. Um, plug this podcast. Oh, yeah. And also, yeah, I want to plug my high school iPod. And yeah. also... Um, uh, let's make a podcast. Let's make a podcast. I'm going to do an episode of that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you want to know soon. about some of the white trash food I ate yeah. growing up? <laughs> that's that's going to be idea. the one. Uh, awesome. Harmon, anything? I'm good. I've uh, listened to Let's Make a Podcast. And uh, guys, write a review. That helps a lot. Write a review of this podcast that you're listening to. Yeah. Helps tremendously. Uh, As always, theme songs by Marcus. You can follow Marcus on Instagram at we underscore r underscore Marcus. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for making it all the way to the end here. Watch the mountain party video that I directed. Yes, watch the mountain party video from Milltown. Uh, You can get the mountain party album, um, Proletariat EP. Yeah, it's probably out now. Yeah. By the time this comes out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, 
Thank you. Uh, this is my high school iPod, and this is your high school iPod. <laughs> and I decided that's how we are going to end episode. It sounded super confident. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.